T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. As always, there's multiple ways you can listen to the show, either on its own podcast feed, search permission granted, also on the DA Show podcast feed as well, and you can also listen to us inside the free Odyssey app. Just search the DA Show, and you'll see the podcast, including the permission granted podcast, inside that app. We have wrapped up the Halloween Spooktacular with Katie Linnadal in studio with us. She was awesome. She was Little Red Riding Hood, but a version of Riding Hood, which was savage, having killed the wolf that tried to eat Riding Hood. And the wolf was strewn about her shoulders, and she had gashes on her face from the fight, and then she was turning into the wolf as well. So that was a conceptual one. I was Cousin Eddie from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, where he is emptying out the crapper. You also had Andrew Bogish going as Jack Stern, Captain Jack with the Captain Jack captain's hat. Pete the Body Bilotti as the wacky waver outside of a dealership, car dealership, and Mraz as his doppelganger, or Dableganger as it were, Brian Dable. So costumes were all great this year. We got to talk about Pete's though first, and I'm sure you guys will tackle this on side B with Bogish, but <sighs> Pete in the truest form to himself had the most difficult to manage costume. It's unbelievable. So Pete was very secretive on what he had. I did not know what he had. All he told me was it might take me two segments to put on, which immediately, you know, raised eyebrows. But to to do a whole inflatable thing with the arms going everywhere, this is, I think, at least the second time Pete's done something like this because he did the full green suit. There was a green party, and he threw everything up in the air. But he is big on costumes he can't see and breathe out of when he is, you'd argue, the most important person that needs to see what's going on to hit commercial breaks and stuff. It was so perfectly on brand for him to be caught in this labor all morning long of can he breathe, can he not, taking off the, the hat. The, the mask, can he not? Can he roll up the sleeves to, to touch the board? Can he not? 
Can he hear us? Can he not? Can we hear him? Can he not? His battery kept getting unplugged. <laughs> I must have fixed his suit about four times. Oh, so that plug is in. So it's a battery-operated USB plug, and it has two capabilities inside of it. One, it inflates air. There's an air inflator. And the other is more of like a fan slash make it easy for you to circulate your own breath in there. So if you don't have that going, it won't inflate and will also basically like suck on you like saran wrap. You won't be able to breathe. So that kept getting unplugged when he was moving his arms like that, and he basically stopped breathing at times. <laughs> it's just a perfect peak costume. And where does he think of that? I don't know. He went on Amazon, and then I guess that was one of the popped up that he really liked. And I think probably in theory it's better than it is in reality because you're thinking, oh, it's going to blow up, and I'm going to be inside this, and I'm going to wave my wacky fingers, and it would be a really good image. But execution of it's really hard. Well, and I'll tell you the other problem he had, and the reason execution is hard, is that is a costume where everything has to be just so. You really can't have any open air seals because the air that's blowing will seep out. So for it to fully inflate and raise up like that, he can't be wearing headphones on the job. It was all sagging all over Because him. he needed his headphones on, and he didn't think of that. So to run the wire through the headphones, there was just too much air coming out as the air was blowing in. It was trying to keep up with itself. It was one of those things that was just not, it's not a practical costume for no. the job he has while wearing a costume. Certainly not in a tiny control room either. No. If you're going to, walking down the street and you're trick-or-treating oh. with kids. Hardy, har, har laughs. Exactly. You can do it. But if you're in a tight control room and you've got to like run the board. You can't work and wear that no. costume. You can't even wear that costume at a Halloween party. How are you going to drink and eat? Now, Pete is notorious for getting annoyed at things around him, circumstances that feel beyond his control that frustrate him. But in this case, he made his life so much more hard. But Shocker. I will say I will say in his defense, he did not get aggravated with that I saw. No, he laughed at it more than anything. He yeah. laughed at the ridiculousness and he kept saying, What was I thinking? What was I thinking? So no, this was not there was no anger from Pete. I think he just laughed at it. Pete lives for this day. Pete loves the spooktacular anyway. He does. Uh, oh, he loves it. He gets a good laugh out of everything. He loves when Katie's in. He loves all the rejoiners like he plays and all that. It, Pete's a big spooktacular. It's one of his favorite days on the calendar of the show. So there was nothing gonna be make him mad today. I I don't know our listeners would get the Captain Jack Stern costume. But when I tweet out that picture or post it on social media for the people that aren't listening every single day or, you know, don't listen, what are they thinking Bogus is? He's just got like a little boy's toy sailor cap on. Yeah, and the tucked in shirt with the boy's <laughs> sailor cap and then holding a chicken. There's a lot of weird things you could stem from that, which is ironic about the person he was being. But, look, it's on brand Bogish, and Bogish is going to reveal something, so I'd be a little disappointed in that you were aware of the costume he was going to be going with. Yeah, yeah, we workshopped that. Okay. We workshopped that. You know, I, I think that's kind of bogus, you know? Well, Bogue said to me last week, maybe two weeks ago, you know, I've been everybody on the show, what do I do? And I said, look, I think you got to take one of the cameo characters now. I was like, there's a Pat Boyle, who I like calling Tom Boyle better. I'm like, there's a Tom Boyle. There's a Captain Jack Stern. I'm like, and Jack's hot right now. The people are talking about Jack. He's like, I know. That's what I was thinking. I so know. then we were we were discussing like what would a Jack Stern costume look like? You could really look like Jack Stern though, too. He didn't have to go with like the I don't know, the jet the captain's hat or whatever. Actually dressing like Jack Stern, I think is very doable. Tight black sweater. A lot of black. Know. He likes black. He does. 
Jack Stern, actually, when you start to think about it and, like, the theme of the week, little vampire and bat in him as well. Like, if you, if you said, like, if we turned on cable news, and this wouldn't be the most outrageous story you'd see on there, and, like, seeing it, hey, breaking news, we found out there's, like, three or four real vampires roaming the earth. Like, we have proof of this. And somebody came up and said, I think Jack Stern's one of them. And you knew that there definitely was one. You might say, that makes sense. Could Jack be one of the vampires on Earth? I could see it. And maybe that's why he cooks with cumin so, so much. <laughs> because he can't use garlic. Can't use garlic. We might be honest to something. Here is a behind the scenes on my costume. I was wearing a robe. And the bourbon bell was like, what are you going to wear underneath that? And I was like, well, I was just planning on my underwear because I have these like athletic Nike underwear that it's kind of like you would wear under a football uniform or something. Yeah. So it's elastic at the top, elastic around both thighs. It's long. It's like, you know, it's not tidy whities. It's it goes halfway down your thigh. The common folk are calling them compression shorts. Okay. So I'm kind of wearing like that type of underwear. She's like, no, no, you're gonna need something more than that. I'm like, well, if I wear shorts, they're gonna come out from underneath the yeah. robe and cousin Eddie has his thighs showing. That's there could the be whole... no imperfections in your costume. That's the whole bit. So I did bring in bathing suit today and I was like, maybe I'll just wear the bathing suit underneath to make sure it's all, you know, tight and kept in. Yeah. Protected. And when I got into the bathroom, Bogues had been in there and I couldn't change in a stall. I had to change like in the middle of the bathroom. And I only had five minutes, you know, in between commercial breaks. Right. So I'm like, you know, I don't even have time to put on these, this bathing suit. I just took off my pants, had my underwear, threw just on right the robe. right in the middle of the bathroom, no stall? Yeah. And then I just oh, threw no. on the robe, got it all together, boom, cigar, hat. I had black socks I tur- turned into, black slippers I changed into. So I really didn't have time to do the bathing suit thing. I go into the studio, we do the first few segments, and then Katie shows up. And I realize I've got to get up to go to the bathroom. So, and I saw you in the bathroom. Unbelievable. Which was just, I wish you could have seen you from behind what I walked in on. It looked like Cousin Eddie going to the bathroom. (laughs) Like, there was no, hey, there's somebody in a robe. If I wasn't on the show and I worked somewhere else, I would have turned the corner and been like, is that Cousin Eddie going to the bathroom? So, I've got to very carefully... Get up because if she was in studio, I'd be in the studio alone, off camera. Once we go to commercial break, you guys might see, but I mean, hey, yeah, what? Well, it's locker room, right? I mean, it's kind of a locker room. We're at a Duke at this point, right? But I've got to make sure I tighten up the robe when I step off of the the chair. I've got to make sure it doesn't open up, yeah, right. And then when I sit cash back down, prizes be a big problem. I can't let the cash and prizes come out. I can't let the tootsie roll pop. No. And then we get up to take photos, and I'm, like, kind of maneuvering around. And thank goodness Katie and I are, like, brother and sister. Right. I mean, she's just laughing at the whole thing. And I'm like, I just feel like i got to be really careful around here so that like, I don't get an HR violation. Right. But it was it was very delicate. And it, it dawned on me as you're describing this, isn't it amazing, with all the advances in technology that was still relying on that chintzy, you know, rope-like thing to tie yeah. a robe? You know, we haven't really perfected the robe 
tie-up yet. Yeah, because there could be, if you think about where a robe connects, multiple buttons down the robe. Yeah. There could also be just multiple rope parts of it. So you have like a little, kind of like what you think about old hockey jerseys have those. The ties. The ties to the top. They don't really get used a lot. If a show or anything, right. But if you did that at the bottom of a robe, you could kind of knit it up a little bit. That might be helpful. Yeah. I had my chest coming out. I had to shave my chest hair this morning before I left for work. You could do that yesterday? You needed the full, the fresh clean today? Yesterday was such a marathon day. I, I didn't, I came into work. I left my house at 4.30 in the morning, and I didn't get back to my house until 6.30 p.m. Are you kidding? It was a marathon day. I had a meeting, and and then I had to go run some errands, and I had to get the end of this costume because I had to go to Lowe's to get the septic hose. Oh, jeez. So I, mean, I, I have a million feet of it home. Yeah, I should I should ask you guys that, but yeah, but yeah, it was all right. I would rather not know. I had to yeah. go to the tobacco store to get myself a cigar. Didn't know which end to put in your mouth. You no. both ends in multiple times. Never smoked a cigar. Never, never, ever, ever. I don't even like doing it, but I've still smoked a cigar. No, maybe I've taken one puff and been like, oh, this I don't like disgusting. the coughing and all of that stuff that goes with it anyway. So. Not interested. Ugh. Ugh. Well, still pulled it off. So that was great. Katie's awesome. Could you believe how proficient she was in guessing candy? We had the blindfold taste test of six different candies, and she hit every one of them. The only one that she didn't quite hit exactly was... She guessed Warhead Chews, but she said, this is not Warhead Chews, is it? Well, she said, this is not Warhead, is it? Because it tasted like a Warhead, but it was a chewy version. That's why. And then the other one, she knew the brand Harboro with the frog. She just Haribo gummy frogs. Which is unbelievable. And it's so funny because I brought in those Warheads knowing they were obscure, but I also brought them in thinking, I think that Katie knows candy like. And I kind of thought both of those, that's why they were at the end, would be very hard. But I, I had a feeling Katie might be really good at that. She crushed that. And she loved it. Yeah. She was into it. I have a little too much Milky Way slander for me. I like a Milky Way. Yeah, both her and Bogues went into Milky Way. And I kind of can see their point. It, As Bogues said, it's just a lot of mush. But if you don't like nuts, it's it's like a nutless Snickers. And if you like Snickers but you don't like nuts... The yes. Three Musketeers is very nougaty, and then you don't want the cookie crunch. I think there's a place for Milky Way in society. They were dismissing it. Well, okay, so let's break this down. Snickers is got nuts, it's got caramel, and a nougat middle. Yeah, it, think of it as the everything bagel of candy bars. Milky Way removes the nut, but still has caramel and nougat. Yes. And then Three Musketeers removes the nut and the caramel and just goes... Pure nougat. Right. And it's very popular, the Three Musketeers. People like the nougat. Yeah, Three Musketeers was always the most popular candy bar when I was trick-or-treating as a kid. I was never a huge fan, but people love the Three Musketeers. But in retrospect, that's probably a mistake because it is just mush. You don't get the nuts or the caramel. People like plain. It was a simpler time. (laughs) And when Twix burst on the scene, that was when I was very young, too. (laughs) Twix was around, but people realized... I love cookies. Why am I not mixing cookie with my candy? Yeah, it gives you something extra. Yeah. But I think there's a place, again, there's a place for Milky Way. It's a step up from a three musketeer, and it's just it's without nuts. Well, Katie was just came in incredibly hot today. Oh, she was fired up. She, she crushed everything that was in her wake. I mean, she crushed sweatpants at work. She crushed Milky Ways. 
she just annihilated multiple things. Well, she annihilated a werewolf on the way in. <laughs> or a wolf. Is it a werewolf or a wolf? I think just a wolf. Yeah, so she annihilated a wolf and maybe yeah. stretched her neck. And yeah. can I also say something about her coming in hot? That's a weird tie-in. The Alicia makeup job she does. I mean, that looked like she had real gashes of blood. Yeah. And and she's really great at it, and she's not the only one that does it. But these makeup artists that are able to do, you know, like some of these television shows, it really is such a unique talent. Yes. I, it's incredible. Yeah. Alicia is her personal makeup artist and uh, special effects artist or something. And uh, she had gashes on her face with this battle with the wolf, and it was I mean, really realistic, really, really realistic. She's. It looked like 3D. Yeah. I it know. It was unbelievable. And Alicia was in today, kind of dolling it up and detailing. So, yeah, quite the spectacular. It's it's funny. The spectacular is so much fun. It's, But when you do it this early, it feels like it's a little premature, right? Because we're going to have a Halloween morning show on Monday. Yeah, it, and for us, it's tough because Halloween is on a football reaction Monday. True. So it's very... True. There are essentially... 20, I would say there are 20 days on the sports calendar. You could make a case after the Final Four you could pull off Halloween. Those reaction days are very difficult to get zany. A little sound check clip here, a stun to a news here. But it's a lot of of meat and potatoes. It's going to be very hard on Monday, even on Halloween. Maybe we'll do the music coming back, but it's going to be very hard to venture off. You can't do a spooktacular on a football Monday. There's no room for it. It's so true. But it still feels very early. Like I don't feel the juice of Halloween around this newsroom. Around the newsroom, no. But I definitely feel it at personally at home uh, and around my neighborhood for sure. I mean, I, I don't know what's gone. It's like every house in my neighborhood suddenly thinks they're a haunted house. So mm. I'm getting Halloween leaving today. I kind of felt very Halloween-y driving through, seeing lights lit up and stuff. Okay. You're right, though. The office itself doesn't lend itself. But I feel like we're the most Halloween-centric show of yeah, the office. Yeah, we are. So we are. Maybe other people now are feeling Halloween because of us. We are. We are. We definitely are. Yeah, we definitely are. Definitely, definitely. Are. But to that, and I know I stress this, and Bogus and Pete had agreed. We talked about this off air. What's happened with Halloween? It's it's become a week, two week long event. Halloween parties early. Con- people aren't just trick or treating on Halloween. There's constant different ways to trick or treat now, where it's multiple day event. My kids have multiple costumes to get the things here. Wow, they've each insane. got multiple costumes? Yeah, they're, I mean, two different sets. So they're going to wear one on Friday. They're, they call Trunk or Treats, where these places do this. And then, like, our villages do all the stores hand out on candy on the Saturday. So we have that going on. So they'll be in different costumes oh, for that. Oh, I would keep them in the same costume. I think you get one costume a year. Believe me, we're, there's going to be some changes done to the budget after this year, for sure. This yeah. is pre-septic tank. Um, so, yeah, and then... Whose idea was that? My wife's. Danielle, I would think that she would want more simplicity like Aaron Rodgers in the offense and go, let's streamline it, one costume, girls. Here's the problem. Danielle starts, Danielle loves Halloween. more. So, I'm, a, I'm a Thanksgiving Christmas guy. She's always been a Halloween person. She starts thinking about Halloween in July. Okay. So she'll order something in July that comes in for August says, this will look great for Halloween. Yeah. Then she'll get the grand idea of, well, Taylor really should pick out her costume, even though we've already paid the 40 bucks for the one costume. <laughs> so then we got to go to Spirit Halloween, and Taylor picks out something different. And then now Taylor, because she's had two different things for the last couple of years, has a couple hand-me-downs that now Peyton is going to wear. Uh, so we're accumulating costumes uh, in the house uh, because she can't just wait till September to make a call on a costume starts in July. Now we have the multiple costumes, but we have them anyway, so just wear this. on front. Yeah. And it becomes ridiculous. I would have thought 
Danielle will be like, let's streamline this process. Girls, you pick one thing to be each Halloween, and that's all we're doing. I got to start putting my foot down. I, I, this is my own problem for not wanting to be involved. I need to start getting involved. I can't put my weekend is booked. It's completely booked. I don't want to do all this candy. Everywhere we go, we're trick-or-treating for candy. Friday, Saturday, Monday. You're doing three trick-or-treats. Yeah, and Sunday was in play, too. I said, absolutely not. We got a dent. We got a London no, game early. No, if you have a Friday, Saturday, Monday trick-or-treat, you cannot be held responsible it's, for Sunday. It's a big timeout on Sunday. Then we'll go back to the Monday situation. It's a bad scene. I tell you, and Bob the Deli Man's coming on Friday. You better break out the wall. We're going to the diner or something because this is enough. Break out the what? Break out the wallet and bring us to the diner or something. <laughs> I mean, he's coming to the trunk-or-treat, too. I, at some point, I'm going to need a break. Trunk-or-treat Friday, then what's Saturday? Does the village like go to all the stores and so it's like twenty different storefronts all have a setup and okay. all the kids from town. Oh, and then do Monday's that. the neighborhood. Yeah, Monday's actually Halloween. You're at, you've gotten to the point now with kids. I'm not alone in that. I know this because I've talked to other parents. You get to Halloween now if you have kids and you're Halloweened out because it just becomes too much. But why are you doing trunk or treat if you're actually going to houses nowadays? I thought the trunk or treat replaced going to houses because you wanted to be safe. It did. What trunk or treating does now at least where I'm around, a couple people do it. It becomes like fundraisers, right? Like you pay five bucks. It's almost like getting a car wash. So this happens to be for Danielle's friend's kid's dance school. You pay the whatever, and then they have all these different setups at Trunk or Treat. So they're fundraiser events, but they're for the kids. You know, it's all, so you feel wow. like you're going because you're doing a good thing, and the kid, it's something to do with the kids. But really what you're doing with the kids is the same thing you're going to do with the kids on Monday. And now we're also adding in Saturday with the village stuff. It doesn't. End. And three days of candy. That's a lot of candy a lot for of candy. a couple of kids. Which is why I got three boxes from Costco of the big bars to hand out. So it comes to like 90 pieces of candy. Now it's like 80 pieces because I've hacked in here. I've already said I'm not buying anymore. If we were to run out, we're giving back out the candy that we collected on Friday and Saturday. The kids can keep what they have on Monday. What do you? Because everybody has the candy. And then next thing, it's Easter. You still got the candy sitting there. Yeah, that's it a lot of candy. It doesn't end. You bought candy to give out. You've had three days of collecting candy. It's a lot of candy. Yeah. And you look at what? I need a I need a Reese's in the shape of a pumpkin on Christmas Eve. No, I don't. <laughs> Doesn't end. Last week, we posed the question, would we ever feel comfortable coming over to Blob's Bar because of the sinkhole? Would we feel comfortable? Or can there be, Bogus suggested this, almost like how kings used to have food tasters so that, Taste the food to make sure it's not poisoned or it hasn't gone bad and I won't get sick. Can we have somebody walk out into your lawn before we walk out there to make sure there's no sinkholes? Yes, you can. And there was a thousand pound tractor parked on where the sinkhole was for an hour to make sure it didn't sink back. Oh, is that how they double check it? That's how they double check it. So once they fixed the sinkhole, planted what is now a, a cesspool for one specific bathroom, packed on the dirt, did all of that, the way the company has everything they have me watch it and it sits there for an hour to make sure the soil doesn't move what happens if it ever did sink in how do you get that thing out of there oh well that's on them i don't know that's their I plan oh that's a huge that well that's how cut. confident they are that it's not going to sink i don't i didn't think that far ahead i know that wouldn't have been a me problem that's on them it's like a flex seal boat yeah we know this boat's not going to sink and once you do that the, the thought process was if this could hold this for an hour you're fine trust us you're fine uh, and it's we're going to be on almost a week since that was done. I've planted grass seed, hoping that grows in here. But, yeah, we're back. It, Bob, Blobs is back. But could there be other sinkholes? Big fear, for sure. <laughs> Big fear. Um, my, my yard is in five parts. It's a side yard. I have a shed. 
empty part where there was a sinkhole, swing set, empty part, pool. I'm very fortunate that the sinkhole was in one of the empty parts, but don't, I would be lying to you if I thought to myself, <laughs> I can't see what's under the shed and pool. Are we sure we're okay? Because the last thing I need is next summer happening, everybody in the pool, and all of a sudden, whoosh. Yeah. And then you start sinking with the pool. I think we're okay <laughs> based on locale of the piping, and this seemed to be a bathroom problem more so than a property problem. Can you just recreate for me the frantic phone call Danielle made to you on oh. two Thursday mornings ago when you had to leave the show with It was a when you were in Kentucky. No, I was here. It was a Thursday. Oh, uh, no, no, because yes. I was with Boyle, and I had to say down the line. I told you down the line, like, DA, uh, I got to go. My backyard's sinking. And you oh, said, Oh, that was that Friday morning? Yes. I it was that Thursday. No, because it was me and Boyle. Pete wasn't here. I We were doing the show. We were in the final hour of the show. Yeah. Okay, the epic fails done. I'm putting it's things like 9.20. 9.20. Yankees are going to play a 1 o'clock playoff game. I remember that because I was my whole day was in front of me. And I get a text from Danielle <laughs> that said, Sean, the backyard is sunk. And my first reaction was, oh, what do you mean? Take a picture. What do you mean? Like, it's just like seeping down. Because sometimes, you know, properties could have a little sinking. I didn't think anything of it. She goes, no, you don't understand. The backyard has collapsed. <laughs> Which case, I picked up the phone and I called. I said, what do you mean the backyard's collapsed? And all I hear is screaming in the background from my kids. The dog barking. I'm getting off the property. I'm getting Dave next door. There's a hole... Or holes opening up in the yard. <laughs> the backyard is caving in. Quote, I don't know if the house is next. <laughs> now, I ask you, if you get that phone call from your wife and you are an hour away in a city, what are you thinking? I'm thinking my life. So, I, honestly, at that point, I thought my <laughs> life is over. I've lost my house. Nobody's ever going to buy it. I don't know if the house is next. Well, it... Uh, and, like, I get it, right? Like, we're ill-prepared as homeowners. I had never seen a sinkhole before. Yeah, like, and, I mean... And the location of it, it's right next to our bedroom. So, to her, it's like... <laughs> you know, she's thinking of, like, a movie when an earthquake happens and the ground opens up. She's thinking, like, oh, my God, is it going to keep opening this way and the house is going to go down? Which wouldn't make any sense. We have a finished basement. We're, it, you know... It's just so classic. I don't know if the house is next. There's holes in the earth opening up and we could fall right through the earth. That's what it, it felt like. She said, I'm getting the kids out of here. Getting the kids out of here. So, and <laughs> just to take you behind the scenes, DA is in Kentucky, so I can only talk to him through our board. And I have to say to him, quote, <laughs> DA, I just was told my backyard's sinking and I have a hole in it. I got to go. <laughs> what? Danielle doesn't know if the house is next. Yeah. I don't know where we live. I don't know what year it is. But I, I can't make an assessment. I don't see it. I don't know what's going on. So I got in the car and I placed a couple phone calls She's, like, FaceTiming me while I'm in the car. And I thought at first the photo when she showed me didn't do, like, it actually didn't do justice until I saw it in real time. I'm like, oh, that doesn't look that bad. And then you get there, it was, like, one big hole and another small hole here. And the ground was real soft around it. I, I ended up having an ecologist expert from the county over. I had to have a sewer person over. A contractor that I knew that I didn't use, which I should have because the other guy effed up. He comes over. He calls his cesspool people. And then my dad was the topper of all ones. He comes over. So my, all these experts are looking at my property. Scan, I don't know if I have to sell. I don't know how much it's going to cost. This is horrible. My dad goes, I bet you if you got a bunch of topsoil and filled it in, it would be fine. The hole was eight feet deep <laughs> by at least five feet wide. And his solution was go to Lowe's and get like 30 bags of topsoil and just fill it in. 
I sent him home after that. <laughs> he was of no. I needed Larry Amendo in that spot. So, who was the first to to spot the sinkhole? Danielle. Danielle, and this is going to be really spooky, but I, I screw it. I'm going to throw under the bus. She told me that when she got home, she had just dropped our oldest Taylor off at daycare and had Peyton. Okay, so that was the one screaming and the dog. And usually she would get home from that and let the dog out in the backyard. Danielle was going to work from home that day. She got she got home and she claimed she saw a foot run under our gate. And that's what prompted her to go back there. Now, we have a fence that you can't climb. So she was like, oh, my goodness, somebody in the backyard. She said upon opening that she didn't see somebody but then immediately saw the hole. And she is convinced that the foot she saw was a ghost of a family member's past letting us know don't let the dog back there because – Eli's stupid. He would have been killed. Like, you would have fallen down there. Like Why would he fall into the hole? Well, it's right where he goes to the bathroom, and Eli's an idiot. Like, he'll blindly take off and run. Like, he wouldn't have stopped and You don't think hole. he would avoid a hole? Uh, some dogs would. My dog would not. <laughs> okay. This was in her mind. This is what she told me. I'm convinced somebody was out to tell me, do not let the dog back here. Whatever. So she's the first to spot the hole. She texts me in the middle of this franticness. She goes to get my next-door neighbor, Dave, who's retired now, who's a buddy of mine. He comes over, and apparently his quote around looking around the hole was, you know what this looks like to me? And Danielle said what? He said, bad effing luck. (laughs) That was his solution. Classic Dave. Classic Dave. So, yeah. As he crushed his case of bud for the day. Essentially. Essentially. He woke his barefoot, shirtless, looking down (laughs) at the hole. Uh, And, yeah. And it was just, it was crazy. The amount of people I had to have come over and look at this thing, and then it took five days to fill it. I had to move the dog out of my parents'. Then we get sick during it. It was the wor- like the worst week ever. Just the worst. Danielle goes away for two days during it. I got a hole in the backyard. Can't let the kids in the yard. I'm with the kids on my own. It was a nightmare. That was a devastating week for you. Huge. Horrible week. Horrible week. And then Pete the Body shelled me for two days from home. I'm dying to get out of the house. <laughs> I don't even care that I got to wake up earlier. Just get me out of the house. He's like, I'd feel more comfortable if you were home. It's the first day I've really left my town in 10 days. Just all types of perfect. Okay, well, that is side A on side B. You guys going to talk about the Captain Jack costume? Yeah, find out where the origins of Captain Jack's costume came from. Here's both. Yeah, here we go. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Howdy, doody do. Welcome to Side B of the PGP. How are you? Andrew Bogish on a post-spooktacular edition of the PGP. How are you, young man? Oh, Shawnee, I'm so good. It is marginally good to see you in person again this week. Welcome back. Yeah, first time I've been in the studio in about 10 days. You know, we had to uh, accelerate the process, or or it felt like it dragged on forever, coming back for the spooktacular. Mm -hmm. I will say, 
Pete the Body Bilotti, as he always does, with a full-size costume. I'm convinced he did one of these with the plastic visor and everything. After finding out I'd be, have to come back off illness, it really felt like Pete was trying to protect all body parts here. I mean, I don't know why he would not have come in in an actual hazmat suit, because for a number of, I mean, even before this last episode, it, it just seems like you are yeah, the portal to the outside germs. So if I was him, I'd constantly be covered head to toe, but yeah. he went all out, tried to hide it with this year's costume, but we all saw what the actual motive was. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, and look, I, I make jokes, but I'm serious. I... I might be unhealthy, hearty, har, har. Uh, I never was this sick constantly before I had a second kid. I just feel like they're a gateway at these daycares to yeah. whatever they brought home. It's a disgrace. But that's neither here nor there. Mm-mm. I'm here. We had a spooktacular, and you, as is basically an annual tradition, some kind of subplot character from the show, you come in as Captain Jack Stern, complete with props and a Captain Jack Stern update. It was a moving parts costume uh, so, a little behind the scenes, when did you decide you were going to be Captain Jack, and how long did the process of props take? Yeah, so this only was about, I think, two and a half or three weeks of of thought and execution, because I I forgot, literally, that it was Halloween. Then I remembered that, oh man, it's Halloween, Katie's going to come in at some point, and I had an idea that was also show-related, but not an actual person on the show. Now, I'm going to keep that in the back pocket because maybe I'm going to need that next year. You're going to pull a Pete here? Save well, it I just because I don't know. I can't, I can't make any promises because now that I've scratched off the four main people, you, Pete, DA, and Kaplan, I've thrown Jack Stern in there now. I can't make any promises that next year, Pat Boyle, Connor Green, anyone else is going to warrant you know, being honored the way I hope Could I honored. Could be a new character we don't even know about. Exactly, but in case I need... A non-character idea. I've got this other one still to save. But I was talking to DA, actually. DA has known about this the entire time. Oh, and that's not allowed. I said, you know, who, if I'm going to be somebody connected to the show, who should it be? And I, my first thought was Boyle. I think, I don't, he was just top of mind. And I thought the hair was easy to pull off, whatever. And DA said, no, you got to be Jack. So then away we went. And then, oh, wait, what? A year ago, nobody would have known who Jack Stern was right. here. And to think about getting hired, do the behind the scenes stuff, already be on air, and have a Halloween costume emulated after yourself by October. Yeah, that is an unbelievable year. Yes. So then we got into how do I how do I be Jack? What does Jack wear? I, and I like I said, I've tried. I've listened to your listen to Jack's voice. I've listened to you. I just don't, can't do impersonations. So the voice being Jack. You try, Bogus. Yeah, I just can't do it. So it was all, had to all be visual. Then it was, is it the love boat captain hat? Is it the, not a pirate Captain Jack Sparrow look? Oh. Should I wear a Colorado shirt? DA suggested maybe like a mock turtleneck because Jack has worn that into the studio. I couldn't decide. Am I going to hand out Tangier, actual edible Tangier chicken? I went with the squeaky toy route, and then it took me too long to realize I got to have some kind of Ark Manning reference. So then I was thinking, like, do I write on the back of my shirt? It's too late to get, like, some kind of jersey. I can't be Ark Manning at this point. So that's when I just cut myself an Ark and wrote Manning That was great. That was absolutely great. That was great. I I think you did a good job. Raz, Raz. Now, I will say there was a moment because— Everybody kind of knew who everybody was upon entrance, right? DA comes in, and I really say this. I thought that was an unbelievable Cousin Eddie. Yes. One of my favorite uh, movie characters ever. So he he nailed it. Everything about it was perfect. And Pete, in typical 
Pete Fashion, he he always goes to the most outrageous, but then doesn't think about functionality of the job. Yeah, which is a big Pete thing. So you figured out what he was quickly. Mine was fairly obvious. We've been talking about me looking like Dable for so long that I just needed to kind of complete the package a little bit. But you came in, and when I saw the Colorado Buff shirt and a captain's hat, yeah, my immediate thought was Andrew Kaplan, Wizard of Watch DA, went to Colorado, and it's a captain's hat. Oh, you're Cap. We call Kaplan. And then I saw the props. I'm like, well, why would Cap have a chicken? And what is that cardboard? And it wasn't until I read the cardboard that said Manning and I saw it in the shape of an arc, I started to put it together. Oh, Captain Jack Stern. Yeah. But I still, the chicken, I'd still forgotten about the Tangier chicken. It didn't hit me. But I also had already been the Wizard of Watch DA. So yeah, but I figured maybe just another way of doing it. Go back to Cap. Because yeah. no. you also were tucking in the shirt, so I'm like, oh, maybe that's a dad look. Uh, no, no, that was just nerdy young Jack look. Uh, I do have a little bit of, my regret is, because it, my costumes are so specific, I don't ever get love from Katie Linendahl. And I also have to explain it to everybody around yeah. here. It's like, who are you? What is that? So no one's ever like, oh, great costume, Brian Dable. Or people laughing at Pete or the boss walked by and like wouldn't even look at DA. I'm always like, everyone's always like, what are you? And then I will explain it. And Jack's not as entrenched it's a Everywhere. very showy thing. Yeah. Right. So then I'm like really introducing people to Jack and explaining why all these things add up to being Jack Stern. Maybe so, not a good thing for him. Yeah. So like maybe at one point I want to just go the easier route and find the blow up costume and be Pete. But I don't know. You know, we were, I would say, days away from potential huge show material that I hadn't even let you guys know about. Uh-oh. So obviously I haven't been in the studio. Gee, since the day Nick Costos was in the studio. So you're talking about 10 days ago? Yeah, two Fridays. Um, you know, I had two scheduled days off, but in the midst of that got sick and, you know, worked from home a little bit. So anyway, I hadn't talked to you guys about this, but in the process of me being home, I had had Jack Stern reached out to me. Now we'll talk about, you know, the reaching out. Yeah. Jack wanted to come by on a football Sunday and check out Bob's bar. Oh, now I am if nothing else. Honest. It is an open door. You come, you want to reach out. Fine. I have nothing against anybody. I will make it work with anybody. Even, you know, if it could be very funny or curious. Yeah. Sure. And I said to myself, I will surprise the guys with this a couple days beforehand and really get them fired up. And Jack was saying, I need to know what you have there. A grill, a hot... He wanted to cook for everybody at Bob's Bar. Oh, my. I got the text yesterday. This, the schedule, by the way, was going to be the Giants-Seahawks game this summer. Right. Jack Stern, unable to make it. Why Pete the Body has now slid him on the schedule on Sunday. So I don't know whether Pete the Body saved us or hurt us in doing this. I mean, that, that's not a question. He hurt us. And in fact, I think you need to end this podcast, find Pete, and undo the schedule change to free Jack. I think we're okay. And, I, and the only reason I say Get that Jack is... Get Jack off the schedule. You will know some of this stuff, Monday, and the audience doesn't care. But what I didn't know at the time of telling Jack okay is something is going on around my family life this weekend. Okay. That it would be really awkward for Jack to take part in. Or amazing. Either one. Either one. Yes. All right. So it, it may have done me a favor. But anyway, yeah, we missed out on potentially Jack Stern at Bob's Bar here. I, he was going to cook forever. Could you imagine what he was going to cook? Yeah, I mean, that that might if be too much. he cooked chicken, it would have been unbelievable. That might immediately regret the, the you know, letting him show up. But I want to give him credit because... I don't think I'd ever invite myself anywhere. And I know that I'm pretty sure Gelb has done it. Somebody else did it recently, too. 
Oh, e- EJ? No, Carlos with a K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and he I, was fine. He came over brought Sapporo. He was fine. Right, but like, I just, I can't see myself inviting myself anywhere. Like, I would go years not going yeah. because you never said, come to my house on a Sunday or this Sunday. But I have said numerous times on the air and said, hey, anybody's always more than welcome, just reach out. Right. But usually when that happens, people don't reach out. Yeah. I give them credit. So if you're going to reach out, I, have, I really have no issue with that. I don't. Even if we're not best of friends, you want to come see the scene and hang out? Fine. I mean, if you're being a doofus and you're rooting hard for the Seahawks, you're going to get your ass thrown out. Right. But, yeah. So we were close to that. Very close. See, and this is another, I, I wish that somehow there was a like closed circuit TV. Because I wouldn't want to be there with Jack, but I want to be there watching Jack. Yeah. Like, I need, I would need Cap some kind of, like. would have almost had to work on a Sunday. Right. Or, like, we have to be, like, sitting somewhere in the house, like, at an open window. Jack can't see us. Maybe one of those two-way interrogation mirrors, one-way interrogation mirrors where he thinks he's checking his hair, but we're sitting back there eating popcorn, drinking beers, watching the game, and watching him be Jack at Bob's Bar. That'd be amazing. Maybe the door's not closed. We'll see. It better not be. If this is all Pete's fault, this better just be a delay, not a cancellation because of Pete. We'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. Bogues, Captain Jack, follow you on Twitter. Uh, At Andrew Bogish. And you can follow me at Matt. uh, I was going to say. What? At Mraz CBS. Have a good day, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.